We are now in the last Sunday of Ordinary Time before we enter into the season of Lent on Wednesday. Over the last three weeks, Jesus has been going through his Sermon on the Mount with his disciples. This is an image of where he would have been generally. And this is the highest point in that Sea of Galilee region, right in that area. So he's covered anything from living the blessed life. Then he went into a mission. Last week he covered four commandments. And now this week he addresses two commandments. Everything that Jesus has said can find their completion in a phrase today. Be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. In living the Christian life, everything comes back to a fundamental question. Who do I say God is? A seminarian who was going to his first spiritual direction meeting to a priest, he was excited. He was going to receive wisdom, he thought, some knowledge, some counsel, maybe some nuggets of things to do so that he could grow in holiness. He showed up to this priest, and this priest asked him simply three questions. Who is God? Who is God for you? And what difference does that make? This seminarian was angry. Where was his wisdom, his counsel, things to do? But he was left with just these three questions, and he didn't know what to do with them. This seminarian, now priest, still wrestles with those questions to this day. Who is God? Who is God for you? And what difference does that make? Questions help us to grow in relationship. And questions are to help us grow into the mystery of the person of Jesus Christ. Who is this Jesus? And so as we enter into this season of Lent, may not just be doing some extra things, but really wrestling with who is Jesus in my life so that we can actually grow in our relationship with him through our prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. We see those three questions addressed in our scriptures today. First with, who is God? That first reading from Leviticus says, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. So God is holy. Holy means to be set apart. God is set apart from everything else. God is creator. Everything else is created. And this book of Leviticus is kind of confusing. It's filled with these rules and laws. And really what it's getting to is God wants to set his chosen people apart from every other nation. This nation of Israel from every other nation. So they eat, work, live, do things differently than everyone else. Not to say that they're better than these other nations, to be a reflection, an image of God who's set apart. In our gospel, it says, be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. So God is perfect. God allows the sun to shine on the good and bad. 
God allows rain to fall on the just and unjust. In other words, God is unconditional love. There's no limits on how much God loves. Love is willing the good of the other. And as we know, it's not an attachment of emotion. It's not an emotional experience, but God wills everyone's good. And so who is this God? God is set apart and unconditional love. And so who is God for you? Jesus is giving us this challenging gospel again, to love our enemies, to not retaliate. So really, Jesus is inviting us into this being set apart as Christians in order that we can love unconditionally. Yet as we know, living these commandments are hard. And if you remember from last week, part of the reason why Jesus reveals these commandments, his purpose for them, is to reveal to us the place that it's hard for us to love unconditionally, especially those who have hurt us. And so Jesus is saying to you and me, you know that place in your heart where you were hurt? Let me be with you there. I want to bring my healing to you in that place and set you free so that you can love even those who have hurt you. And we know that that doesn't entail us to be emotionally attached to someone who hurt us, but it's to pray that Jesus gets his way with them. doesn't mean we're going to interact with that person, but we pray that Jesus gets his way with them. And what difference does this all make? It made a huge difference in the life of a priest by the name of Father Eubold. He was a priest for around 25 years, and then the, the Rwandan genocide in 1994 broke out. The only reason why he survived that genocide was because he fled in the middle of the night through the Congo and up into Belgium. In a hundred days span, over a hundred, or a, in a hundred days span, over a million people were killed. In three days, Father Eubold lost 45,000 parishioners and 80 family members in that genocide. He was so broken, he didn't know what to do, and he wanted to retaliate. He eventually made his way to Lourdes in France, to the shrine of Our Lady of Lourdes, and when he was praying there, he heard Jesus say to him, take up your cross. And so Father Eubold went back to Rwanda and started preaching healing and forgiveness for this country. When he was in a jail teaching, this man came up to him and said, I was a part of the group that killed your mother. Father Eubold forgave that man. That wasn't, that wasn't Father Eubold by himself to do that, but that was only with Jesus' help. And if that's not miraculous enough, he started to support that man's children so they could still go to school. Tremendous forgiveness. Tremendous love of one's enemy. Only Jesus can help us do that. And that's the point. 
Jesus wants us to have that love for one's enemies, to pray for those who have hurt us, that Jesus can get his way with them. When I was in St. Paul, Minnesota for college seminary and I went to this healing service, it was a tremendous experience. I saw people physically healed before my eyes. People received spiritual and emotional healing during this prayer service. And little did I know that the one who would be leading this prayer service was Father Ubold himself. So he is a great witness to me to love one's enemies. Only Jesus can help us do that. So as we approach this Lenten season, who is God for you and me? And what difference does that make?